welcome. I'm Esther Berkey, the author behind Living Without Fear and the co-publisher of the Amazon best-selling Inspired Journeys. If you're ready to embark on a journey of boundless possibilities, I'm here for you. Do you know someone who could benefit from today's episode? Share this podcast with them. Don't forget to subscribe to my newsletter Join me on YouTube and if you enjoyed what you heard, leave a short review or rate it on your favorite podcast platform with a lot of stars. Your support means the world to me and I'm truly grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you. Today, the topic is my father's 89th birthday on the second day of the new year. The evening before, he called me and told me not to come because my mother didn't eat and didn't get up the whole day. She wasn't able to cook, he told me. But I said, I will come anyway and cook and see what I can do for my mom and him as well. When I was on the highway that morning, he called me again. His voice was weak and trembling. My soon 89-year-old mother was sitting at the breakfast table and had fainted. But as my father was getting weaker and weaker, he could not bring her down on the kitchen floor himself. I had another 50 minutes to drive to be at the house. I suggested to him I would call the neighbors, my brother, and he should call an ambulance. My brother told me that he had an injured back and could not help to move my mother. And my father didn't want me to call the neighbors. So I kept on driving without being able to help properly and hoping my father will get help because I knew this incident with my mother certainly triggered all the trauma he had experienced in his childhood with his mother who had epileptic seizures and he was often left alone with her and was very much in fear that a new seizure occurred and she would hurt her head while falling down. When I finally arrived at my parents' narrow street, two ambulances were blocking the direct way to the house. I parked my car further away and ran as fast as I could. I wish I could see my mom alive. When I arrived at the house, an, an ambulance woman and man rolled her on a bed to the car. She was alive, but she had an agonized expression on her face. I caressed her cheek briefly, but she had her eyes closed. Apparently, she couldn't express where she had pain. My father, an even more fragile and old man, went with the ambulance. 
My brother and I cleaned the kitchen, closed the house and drove to the hospital. I expected the worst case. But my mother didn't have a stroke. And an hour later, she started talking as normally. I was so relieved. Such a beautiful gift for all of us. A wonderful birthday present for my father. She was alive and gained clarity hour per hour. And she felt so sorry for my father's birthday that she had scared him to death by fainting. And when my father and I left her in the evening at the hospital, it was so touching to see how they said goodbye to each other and wished each other a good sleep without one another. I have never seen them being so emotional. It moved me to tears. Why am I telling you this story today? I realized what it means to be able to be with someone and share those precious moments just being together. During the whole day, my father's birthday, I couldn't really do anything but just sit. If you know me a bit, I'm a doer. Just being is still difficult for me, but I'm so grateful I progressed a lot in the past years while meditating and doing my inner work. It became much easier. And while sitting at my mother's hospital bed, listening to her, how she kept on asking the same questions about what had happened to her in the morning, that was her way to process emotional the incident. I told myself, Esther, just be, be at service, be with her, be receptive for her needs, be patient, and don't try to change anything and anyone in this situation. That was the thing I would have tried in the past. So to sit in the silent room with my mother wasn't so difficult. More triggering it got sitting with my father due to space scarcity in the crowded and very loud waiting room at the emergency while my brother sat with my mother in the small bedroom. But all I could do was breathing slowly and steeply and listening into myself and calming myself and telling myself, all is fine, Esther, you're safe. Everyone is safe. And this mo moment in this crowd will pass. I'm also so grateful that I have worked a lot on one of my biggest triggers in my adulthood, which was feeling powerless. Because that day and also the following morning, when my father called me at 6 a.m. 
telling me that he hasn't slept at all at night and he felt very sick. I couldn't change anything. I could only listen to him, comfort him and tell him that I would come by if he needed it. I would have never handled this situation with my parents so well if I hadn't worked on finding inner peace with myself. Also, the possibility to look inward when externally everything is loud, annoying and triggering a lot of negative emotions helped me so much. I'm immensely grateful again that I learned to meditate with the Indian American mentor Deepak Chopra five years ago. If you haven't tried yet to sit still and listening to your inner self, and besides, I have tried many, many times before and it never worked, believe me. Give it another try. It is worth it. It is totally worth it. And if you love to share your thoughts with me, DM me on Instagram. Thank you, dear listener, for spending your precious time with me and being open to learn how to find inner peace. And I cannot repeat it enough. In case you feel worthless today and nobody seems to like you. I tell you, you're amazing. I love you. And you are a gift to everyone who crosses your path. And please remember these sentences over and over again. Have an amazing day and talk to you next week.